0: This is a variety show with no particular niche. Baby, it's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Welcome to That Thing with James. I'm your host, James. And I have been in a dark place lately. I'm no stranger to anxiety. I've been managing it my entire life. Sometimes it's harder than others. For the past month, possibly month and a half, it's been particularly bad. But for the past week, it's gotten real dark. I'm talking scary dark. It's gotten dark for me before in the past. And I say this and I think of that meme, Guys will literally start a podcast instead of go to therapy. Well, I've been to therapy and I learned some good tricks and stuff on how to manage things. Um, but I just feel like talking about it here. So, whatever. I'm no stranger to being in a dark place. Not at all. But I am new to the particular set of circumstances in which i find myself now circumstances i've spoken about at great length on this show and it just usually the the icky feelings come from feeling trapped this however is not just a trapped kind of feeling It's more like defeated. I mean, uh, utterly defeated with no hope. That's where I've been at, especially hard this past week. And it's been very rough. I've not been sleeping or eating as well as I ought to. And I decided last night that... I think it's time for me to play my first ever video game from a little company called From Software. They've made the, the Dark Souls series games, a games whose reputation, they have a reputation for being brutally, brutally difficult. So today, I'm going to talk about Video games and masochism. But before we get into that, uh, some quick business. If you want to help support this show, and by doing so, you would get access to one new bonus episode every week and the whole back catalog of other bonus episodes. Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash thatthingwithjames. It's only five bucks, but you get access to dozens. There are dozens of them. Bonus episodes, plus, yet again, one new one every week. So if you want to help support the show and get something for it, become a patron. patreon.com slash also, I would love to have your help harvesting content for this show. You can help guide this ship. If you have questions that you want me to answer on the show, if you have a a topic you want me to like riff on or or, or talk about or do research about, if you have an article you want me to cover and talk about on the show, Email it to me at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. And you're not just limited to helping harvest me content. You can also offer me some much-needed validation. Pa- no, Patreon. That Thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. Another place you can provide content is at my subreddit, r slash thatthingwithjames. Give me memes. Give me videos. Uh, give me shelter, like the Rolling Stones, uh, you can also find me on TikTok, Twitter and Instagram. My handle on all three is at James J. Asher. You can find all of this information in the episode description. So, so so, so. let's let's start. let's let's start this from a very grounded place that I established at the top of the episode. I've been in a dark place lately. I feel defeated and hopeless. It's, it's, let me, let me illustrate it like this. This is a running thing in my life and it colors a lot of the decisions I make and feelings I have. So for example, I I, I won't give the whole long complicated story, but several years ago perhaps around 2014 2015 sometime around there hold on let me wet my whistle real quick with this delicious waterloo <laughs> blueberry flavored sparkling water they do not support the well i don't i'm sure maybe they might support the show but they don't pay me for this product placement I just really like this product. So Waterloo, if you want to, uh, you know, give me a little, you know, little kickback for giving you a shout out, email me at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com or find me on social media at James J. Asher. Well, oh, oh yeah, I gotta wet my whistle real quick. Hold on. As I was saying, around 2014, 2015, I had just gotten out of i think it was about 3 years of intensely difficult and challenging circumstances relatively speaking i was not in living in in kiev in 2022 in february it wasn't like that but relatively speaking i just Gotten out at the tail end of a very difficult time and I had Coordinated a party of sorts. I had coordinated With like a dozen people to meet up at my favorite bar. I was living in Austin at the time uh, To meet up at my favorite bar to just fucking celebrate my newfound freedom Okay don't worry, I didn't like murder or hurt anybody or anything like that. It was just, it was a messy three years and it was over and I wanted to punctuate it with a little celebration and something came up and I had to postpone the celebration by a week or two and still somehow managed to get about a dozen people and And if you have been living as a 20-something going into your 30-somethings, you understand how difficult it can be to get a group of friends together, especially when you live in a city. Although I'm not really sure I would consider Austin a city, just a big town, bigger town. Anyway, You understand, perhaps, how difficult that can be, but I pulled it off, not once, but twice for the delay. And everyone was lined up, ready to come to the thing. And I get word the day before, like not even, I didn't even have 24 hours. I had maybe 15 hours in advance get word that oh, a my aunt died. One of my aunts had died. And they were having a funeral the same damn day as my shindig. Editor's note, James here. I'm the editor. It's a one-man show. I forgot to mention while recording this that I would have had to drive nine hours to get to this funeral. So... 15 hours in advance i hear about this thing that i would have had to like pack up and go right then and there also and this is some years after i had already missed another funeral for the death of another one of my aunts that came when i was yet again trying to like do like get ahead i was like just out of grad school and just trying to get on with life and i was off like two or three states away. Um, And so I missed that funeral too. And then this fucking one comes up. Anyway, back to the story. And so I was torn. Do I drop this thing? I had gone through this harrowing three years and I managed to get people together to come celebrate and just have a good time and try to exorcise all that bad energy. Do I do that, or do I drop this and follow through on some family duty stuff to go to a fucking funeral that just happened to happen right as I was about to do? Be happy right as I was about to do and be, do something happy and be happy. I ended up following through with the shindig and I felt guilt the whole time. But at the same time, I felt a sort of bitterness that this had to happen, that this funeral was happening and this death happened at the same time. Is that selfish? Is it not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But that is just one example of a kind of thing that has happened throughout my entire fucking life. I try to do something, try to get something happy together, try to get something moving forward, try to improve life, my my own personal life, like live a fucking life in some way, and it gets completely T-boned by uh, the unfortunate timing, the unfortunate uh, convergence of circumstances. You try to do something, and it blows up in your face time time and time and time and time and time again. So that's kind of what I've been dealing with. Fortunately, no one has died. I mean, someone did die not too long ago, and I did go to that funeral. I've been to a lot of funerals in my life. But um, just the general feeling of anything, anything I try to do to get ahead or improve my circumstances in some way, always feels like it just falls apart. But uh, that's not to say good things never have happened in my life. I've had so many great things, and I'm very aware of my blessings and my privileges and everything else. I'm very aware and grateful for these things. However, a lot of this stuff comes completely not through my own accord, but that's kind of scary because I have no control over any of that stuff. And I don't know when it's going to happen. So in the meantime, I don't know when or even if, let me, let me rephrase. I don't know when or if that shit's going to happen. So in the meantime, I'm just kind of like, what am I supposed to do? Am I going to go completely uh, broke? Am I going to be homeless again uh, this whole time? And you know, you try to do something and it doesn't work out. In fact, it just makes your life worse in general. So I've been having those thoughts in my head a lot. So it's the trapped feeling on top of uh, feeling like no matter how hard and and how hard you try, no matter how smart you try to plan or anything, it just, it, it feels, I don't know if it's true, but it lately just feels like it never works out, no matter how many times you try, no matter how much better you get. And so, so, I I have decided to play this video game. And I've never played any of the Dark Souls video games before. Um, But as I mentioned at the top, they have, at least from what I've read, a reputation for being brutally difficult. Like, you see, or I have seen many memes over the years Of just people saying, oh wow, I just died for the 1,000th time at this same fucking spot. Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep doing it again and again and again. So I was a little scared. I would have gotten into the Dark Souls things, but for this reputation, it scared me. But at the same time, I also really like RPGs open world, medieval fantasy kind of stuff. And these are things that the new game, Elden Ring, offers. So last night, I said, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck everything. I'm going to get the game. And so I got it. And uh, it's not... Mm, Let me just say this. I think I might have played about six hours now if that four to six hours and I'm still just dicking around in the very beginning spot limb grave or whatever it's called and uh, I have found that um it is substantially more challenging than many other games that I play however Uh, It's not so challenging that it's just completely turning me off. I'm finding myself a little bit addicted to the challenge. That is not to say that I'm playing the game at the exclusion of taking care of myself. It's just that uh, it's a challenge that does feel surmountable. It's something I feel I can go back and get better at and overcome and then move forward and explore more stuff. So I'm enjoying that, and as I understand it, the company that makes these Dark Souls games from software is Japanese, I think, you know? Let me look that up real quick, just a second. Yeah, I figured it was Japanese, seeing as uh, the name attached to the Dark Souls, Elden Ring, Dead Souls, that's a good Nine Inch Nails song. Games is named Miyazaki, and that's a very Japanese name. So it's a a Japanese company. And see, there's a thing about Japan, Japanese culture, and it, and it, and it, it, it bleeds into some of the stories they make, some of the games they create, and that is not being good enough. It's just the general feeling of not being good enough and never being good enough. Now, let me say this. I was raised Catholic. That's something that Catholics who are lapsed slash non-practicing say. I was raised Catholic. Show me a Catholic, and I will show you an agnostic. There are some similarities between Catholicism and Japanese culture. And that is a a culture of shame and masochism. I remember this game called Katamari Forever. That's the one I played. It was this whole series. There's like Katamari Damacy. And then the one I played was Katamari Forever. And unfortunately, those games are just discontinued. The The uh, person, uh, Japanese person who was making those games, I believe retired. They, I don't know, they might have died. It's been a minute since I looked it up. I'm not going to stop to do more research right now. I'm just going to try to keep this ball rolling. Those games. If you if you haven't played Katamari, and if you get a chance to do so, I highly encourage you to do it. It is so fun, and it's just you play this alien thing, Katamari or whatever. I, I don't know. It's a bunch of weird names, weird ass story, but basically you just roll stuff up. You're a little guy. You're just a little guy and you start off in this like say a room there're different levels different settings but let's say you start off in like a room uh, a little kid's bedroom and there's toys and paper clips and stuff like that so you start off about the size of a paper clip as this little guy and you start rolling up paper clips and erasers and and as you start rolling up these objects they they all sort of assimilate akira's style ish Uh, not that body horror not like that um it's just sort of like a cutesy cartoonish really tripped out oh and by the way hands down number one like overall like across the board best video game music the katamari games best damn soundtrack out of any any video games, like across the board. Um, but yeah, you roll up these objects and, and the ball you're rolling up grows larger as you assimilate more and more objects. And as you grow bigger, you can start rolling up bigger objects. So you move from uh, a paper clip to uh, an eraser, and then you can do pencils, and then you start getting, you know, you got like a a stapler. Why a stapler is in a little kid's room? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just coming up with gradually larger objects. <sighs> then you can roll up a cup, and then there you've got toys scattered on the ground in this level. You got a little choo choo train. You can roll that up. You get bigger. You see a stuffed teddy bear. You roll that motherfucker up. You get bigger. You see a, you start, get big enough. You can roll up a beanbag chair. Before you know it, you're taking up half the room and you start rolling up the fucking wall. Yeah, you assimilate the wall into the ball and you keep rolling. You get the sink. You get bigger. You roll up the refrigerator. You get bigger. You roll up the entire room. You get bigger. You bust through the ceiling. You roll up the whole damn house. You get bigger. Oh shit. You're in a neighborhood. You keep rolling. You roll up someone's dog. You get bigger. You roll up a a clothesline. You get bigger. You roll up a, a power line, a telephone pole, you get bigger. You start rolling up cars and shit like that. You get bigger and bigger. You roll up entire houses. Shit, you start rolling up hills. And the goal is you want to try to get as big as possible and it'll change per level. But there will be certain objects you try to get. And while you're having fun and it's cute and also like tripped out like a acid trip and and it's got this great music like sort of like techno funk music playing and you're rolling up dogs and having so much fun i mean it's just so wacky and tripped out and off the wall And crazy, and it's and and you can like bounce your giant rolled up ball around so you can get over, you know, stuff. And you're having all this fun, and the timer at the top is running down, and by the end, you've rolled up as much, as much as you possibly could. You roll up a ball the size of Texas, and then you go and talk to your father figure, because there's a father figure in the game. And there's like a whole damacy. I don't know what that word is supposed to mean, but it's like a, a dynasty, a galactic dynasty of these interstellar beings of which you are the child or nephew of whichever one. The one I played, you're the son of whatever this dude's name is. And it's all wacky, anime you know he's got a he got like a dump truck cake in the back he's doing he's doing uh you know jojo poses and stuff and he's got a little curly mustache or whatever squiggly mustache big weird cylindrical head and he said you rolled up as much as you possibly could let's see if it was enough you rolled up a ball the size of Texas, okay? You think that's good enough for me? That's not, that's not even a quarter of what I need you to roll up. You are a, such a disappointment to me. I don't even want to look at you. I feel embarrassed talking to you. Leave. You might think about never showing your face around here ever again. I say you should probably give up on rolling altogether because you're a shame and I don't think you will ever have it in you. You don't have what it takes, kid. Get out of here. I'm done with you. So you rolled up a ball the size of Texas and then you go to this father figure who nothing, nothing you ever do is good enough for him. This cutesy game just you have so much fun, and then you go to the father domicy, whatever, and he guts you. That's very Japanese. The shame <laughs> and the masochism. Because you keep doing it. You want, you want that approval. You want to, you, you want that sense of accomplishment in general, and then the validation from someone that you feel matters and he doesn't give it to you. I'm not trying to like project this onto my own dad. My dad is, <laughs> thank God he's not the Damacy King or whatever the fuck, he's, he's not that bad. <laughs> but that general feeling is very Japanese as I understand it. And as I have experienced firsthand, also, very Catholic, and I understand there is some like there's a history of Catholicism and Catholic um, missionaries in Japan. Great movie, uh, underrated, in my opinion, Silence by um, Martin Scorsese. I don't I, I don't know anyone else who's seen it. Uh, the few people that I would recommend it to. Uh, I like, I want people to like it, but I feel like they wouldn't like it. Like, it would just be too slow and quiet for them. But that's part of the whole fucking thing. It's just the silence. It's a very Catholic film. Um. But I, where was I going? Water break. Okay, so I'm not sure where I was going with that. So let's Tokyo Drift into Danky Kang. I have been... Uh, last night, I was playing... Danky Kang with Emily, and I, let's just say, I wish I had a microphone in one of the neighbor's apartments, because I'm sure they heard for two hours straight, two separate voices, one low, one high, both (laughs) consistently just, they weren't shouting these voices, whosoever they were. But they were consistently and repeatedly for about two hours straight just uttering, fuck, 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 fuck. Because Donkey Kong, side-scrollers in general, but this Donkey Kong game, Tropical Ice or whatever the fuck it's called, I I believe it's the latest one, is pissing me off. Um, I I don't have the best time with (laughs) side-scrollers. Because I don't want to be patient enough to figure it out. And sometimes I just cannot. Um, that's not my strong suit. Side-scrollers. Um, but that's not to say I haven't played and enjoyed them. Uh, say, for example, the Sackboy series. I love that shit. Are some of the levels... Did they get me screaming fuck for 120 minutes straight? Yeah but it's still a fun game. And Danky King is kind of like that too, but it was endlessly frustrating. I can't count how many times Emily tried to put it on me, tried to put it on me where she said, you don't have to play if you don't want to. You just, you don't want to play it anymore. It's fine. We can quit. And I just wouldn't say anything. I would just hit continue because I'm like, I didn't want to get in the conversation to say, don't put that on me. Don't, don't, don't bullshit me. You want to quit. <laughs> and, and I, I want to quit, but I can't because I got to get through this fucking level because we just got like one frame further. We got one pixel further than last time. So I know what to expect now. So we get past that one pixel and the next pixel just fucks the world up. Um, that game is also endlessly frustrating and I, 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 I feel Elden Ring is also quite frustrating in that I, I've mentioned on this show before, I'm a big fan of Bethesda games, even though there's a lot to gripe about with them and they get fucking old because they haven't done anything new in a long time but I still enjoy it because, you know, I like to have a casual play. I want to explore this new world and experience this story and everything and, you know, just be chill and just fantasize. That ain't Elden Ring. No. The first thing you do is get your world rocked by some rock lobster monster. Uh, with, uh, all sorts of body horror arms is very horror influenced. If you've played these, uh, dark souls, demon, whatever, demon hunter X games, then you, this is old news to you. But if you haven't played these games, uh, it's kind of body horror, grotesque, uh, fantasy, medieval fantasy kind of stuff. It's interesting artwork. Um, and it was a tough sell, but just the curiosity of having a fantasy world to freely explore was enough for me to get the game. And my world has been getting rocked in ways that side scrollers rock my world, but it's put in a different sort of context. So instead of, you know, necessarily writing with, uh, diddy and danky on a, uh, thing on a log and then getting buzzed by a saw or just running into a wall or something. No, instead you get whacked once by some rock lobster as you're just learning how to walk as you barely, you don't even know the controls yet. And that's kind of how the game is. But And and so I've been kind of scared to really explore too far out because I don't want to get my world rocked. But I'm finding it's, it's slow going, but I'm slowly getting better and better at the game. And as I get better and better, I find my courage goes up as well. Where once I was sneaking around and sort of, you know, jumping around and then just running away from a low-level character, I now find myself just toying with them. Now, the prospect of going on and finding this boss that I see other people talking about as being damn near impossible to beat, uh, 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 while that prospect causes me hesitation, I'm sure in time that too will become a surmountable challenge. And I, I wish, I wish dearly for life to be as immediately, I don't know if rewarding is the right word, but reassuring as that doing new things, trying to get better at it, uh, seeing some kind of result without it completely blowing up in your face, no matter how many times you try. I wish life had that and maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe it's just this, like, particularly cold snap we've had here in Oklahoma. But uh, my brain's been doing some shit that I really wish it wasn't doing lately. (sighs) What was I trying to say? Masochism. Masochism. And the drive to continue. I can't... um, I, I am masochistic in some ways. Yes, absolutely. But I, I can't say that it's always enjoyable. So that lack of enjoyment, I think it kind of takes away from the masochism level. <laughs> so, but there's something, something, it's the, the drive to overcome a challenge. I can't, I, I, I just can't let it go. Because if I if I do, I fear I will regret not at least having tried. And at points, it just feels like there it, it, it'll never work out. And that's where the fear is. I don't know if it will ever work out. I need some... Some kind of reassurance that I'm on the right direction, and that's the challenging thing about life, is you don't know. Um, well, I don't know. I can only speak from my perspective. I'm, I'm trapped in this uh, in, in this consciousness. I wouldn't say trapped, but this is what I live with, and so I. Other people might get more reassurance that they're accomplishing something or getting better at something, but man, man, I don't, I, 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 if I'm getting it, I'm, I'm, it's completely going over my head in my life. So I guess I just, uh, want to keep grinding. Huh? Is it masochistic to keep doing something, even though it beats you over the head? Because if your instinct tells you to go this direction, but you go this direction and it whacks you over the head, yet at the same time, your gut and your heart is screaming, don't give up. Is that a situation in which you maybe shouldn't trust your instincts? But then again, my instincts also say if I go the other way, there's a different kind of whack on the head, but it's a safer path. And, but that path makes my heart and my gut scream, no, 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 I I just, I really don't know if I should trust my instincts sometimes. And I cannot be the only person that feels that way. So, if you have those kinds of feelings, questions, concerns in your life, and if you feel like sharing them, I would quite like to hear about it. Um, You can remain anonymous. Uh, I, I don't mind. I don't mind whatever you feel most comfortable with. But if you ever have these kind of feelings, uh, if you've had similar experiences you want to share, email it to me, That thingwithjames at gmail.com. Tell me if you would like me to like share it on the show or if you don't want me to share it on the show. I'm happy to oblige. i don't i I would not want to put you in a position that would make you feel uncomfortable or like you were you know taken advantage of in some way. but if this if if you've got something to share, share it with me. and if you want me to share it on the show, I will keep you anonymous unless unless you say otherwise, unless you want me to name you and say that you want me to name you i I will keep you anonymous. But yeah. I'd like to hear your story um, because it it uh, I know it helps me and it must help other people uh, to hear about paths taken similar to our own yeah hmm hmm I think that's all I have for this episode if you want to catch the bonus episode once again consider. Becoming a patron, support the show at patreon.com/slash that thing with James. Find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Handle is at James J Asher. And give me something to laugh at on my subreddit r slash that thing with James. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> and if you made it this far, thanks for sticking it out. Um, I hope this episode wasn't like too icky in the feelings department and topics department. Uh, It's just what came up. The show's just a stew, just stewing, man. Stir the pot, see what comes up. All right. Uh, So, yeah, I'll be making fun of... (laughs) I'll be making fun of old people takes in the bonus episode. Apparently, there are... uh, a number of people who believe that Russia is secretly the USSR. And uh, I'll be getting a laugh on that in the bonus episode. Again, patreon.com slash that thing with James. Thanks for tuning in. I love you. Catch you next time. Bye.